But Ben Simmons for Kimba Walker is my trade idea number eight. Number seven, Ben Simmons for Kyle Lowry. Now, Kyle Lowry, like I've said, he's 35 years old. He probably only has a couple seasons left as a um, a good piece for a team. Really haven't heard much about him since the, the 2020 season um, in the bubble. But um, at least he can shoot the ball. Um, that gives 76ers a point guard for a couple years. And I think it'd be good for the 76ers. Obviously, Ben Simmons going to Toronto would team him up with Pascal C. Ockham, which wouldn't be a bad duo right there. Obviously, not a championship contender like the 76ers are, but it could work. Number six, Ben Simmons to the Warriors for Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins has played amazing this season. He's been a, a good player, a good starter, probably the second option even above James Wiseman um, for the Warriors this season. Um, but the Warriors also give a first-round draft pick to the 76ers. 76ers get a decent player in Andrew Wiggins, and they get a first-round draft pick. That's why I had it above the Kyle Lowry and the Kimba Walker trade. Kimba Walker has injuries. Kyle Lowry's old, um, or at least, you know, getting old. Um, and you get a young player in Wiggins. Not a young player, but... Um, not an old player either, and you get the and you get that first round draft pick. So that trade comes in at number six. Number five, the Seventy Sixers give Ben Simmons for Deion, Demar Derozan, Lonnie Walker, and a first round draft pick from the San Antonio Spurs. Demar Derozan, Demar Derozan still got it, guys. He's the first option. He's a leader of the Spurs. Um. Still, really haven't heard a lot about him since he left Toronto. I feel, like, I feel like what goes in Toronto stays in Toronto. Like, when's the last time someone mentioned Kawhi in Toronto? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that comes in at number five. The, the Sydney Sisters would be getting DeMar DeRozan, um, Lonnie Walker, and, of course, that first-round draft pick. I didn't have it in the top four because Ben Simmons going to the Spurs would do absolutely nothing for his career. Like he would just be stuck in San Antonio at this point. Greg, Greg Popovich could help him out as a coach, but that comes in at number five. Number four, Ben Simmons from Malcolm Brogdon and TJ Warren. Um, the Pacers are looking for a coach right now, meaning they might want to start over as a team. Um, they're not. They're barely making. They're, they they didn't make the playoffs this year. They almost did. They're barely even getting into the play-in tournament at this point. Um, if I'm sending Sixers, I may want a Sabonis, but I feel like the Pacers, that's a little bit too much to give up, as that Sabonis is their star player, um, which the Pacers wouldn't really be rebuilding, um, because they still have Miles Turner, who was, um, snubbed from the all-NBA uh, second teams, no, not all-NBA, all-NBA defensive second teams, um, and Sabonis, which is a really good front court. And then you just add Ben Simmons, and that's probably a playoff team right there, in my opinion. But that comes in at number four. Cracking the top three is Ben Simmons for C.J. McCollum. The Portland Trailblazers want to keep Damian Lillard. How do you do that? You get Ben Simmons. McCollum is great. But if Ben Simmons can work on his shooting, that is a dub. 
for the Portland Trailblazers. They'll make the playoffs again. They'll make they'll could potentially start making runs again. And even if Simmons can't shoot, which he definitely needs to work on, but even if he isn't like an becoming like an elite shooter or just a, a decent shooter, he doesn't have to shoot because he has Damian Lillard at the point. You could even sub Ben Simmons at small forward if you wanted to, and kind of kind of have him play um, on the block on the corner at mid range. But number three is Ben Simmons and for CJ McCollum. Number two, this is high. Ben Simmons for Zach Levine and Thomas Santoransky. Zach Levine to send his would be amazing. Um. Going to the Bulls does nothing for Ben Simmons' career, but it does a lot for the 76ers because Ben or Zach Levine was top 10 in points per game this season. Um, he plays the Bulls, so nobody really talks about him all that much, but a very quiet, like, really good, quiet season for Zach Levine. Really came into his own this year without a doubt. But that is number two. And number one is Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard. Teaming up Damian Lillard with Joel Embiid. Now, Ben Simmons going to the Portland Trailblazers. He will be there with CJ McCollum. That's why I have this number one because I think it works for both sides. Damian Lillard goes to 76ers, which is a championship contender. And teams up with Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. Seth Curry and the crew. Ben Simmons goes to Portland and has somewhat of a supporting cast. You got CJ McCollum, Carmelo Anthony, if he's still there. Um, Joseph Nurkic, Robert Covington. I mean, he'd probably, he would be probably the face of that the, the Portland Trailblazers. So it works all around for everybody. Those are my Ben Simmons trade ideas. And now to what you all have all been waiting for is my first ever NBA Lottery Mock Draft. I'm going to start at number 14, and I'm going to go to number 1. There's always a surprise. In the, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to start at number 1, because I want to say that last. I got a surprise at 14 for everybody. A player I really like. Number 1, Detroit Pistons take Kay Cunningham. Oklahoma State, they only made it to the second round of March Madness. No, they, only won, they didn't win a game at March Madness. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's been a little bit since March Madness happened. Number one prospect, easily. There's not much to say. Kay Cunningham is the first pick in the NBA draft. Number two, I used to have Jalen Suggs in this spot because I do think Jalen Suggs, if you've been watching the countdown, will win Rookie of the Year this season. But I have the Houston Rockets taking Evan Mobley. Um, that'll team up Christian Wood and Evan Mobley. That's a... Uh, a really good young front court for the Houston Rockets. Um, Evan Mobley um, can shoot the ball. He's like James Wiseman, but better in my opinion. Like a um, could be significantly better than James Wiseman. That's one of his comparisons in my opinion. Whenever I have my full mod draft, I'll be giving comparisons and stats and all that. But right now, I just have Houston Rockets taking Evan Mobley, who I believe is the second best prospect in this draft. Number three, Cleveland Cavaliers. They plan a way to give Colin Sexton. They want to trade Colin Sexton, which will leave um, space a lot for a guard. You slide Darius Garland at the one. 
And at the two, you put Jalen Suggs, which they will take Jalen Suggs with the third pick this season. Um, I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. He's coachable. He's got clutch gene. Um, he can shoot the ball. He can defend. He's an all. He's an all-around player. He's passionate about the game of basketball. You can tell when he plays, um, when he's on the court. Jalen Suggs at number three. With the fourth pick, the Arla, the no, not the Arla Magic, the Toronto, the Toronto Raptors select the other Jalen, Jalen Green. Like I've said, he's he averaged 18 points per game last se- last season in the G League. Going to the NBA, that's somewhere between 12 and 15 points per game. You know that's rookie of the year caliber. Um, Jalen Green, I have no doubt he's going to be a good player for the Raptors. And then, and the Raptors are in the same position as the Cavs. If they give away Kyle Lowry, leaves open a spot for a guard. Jalen Green can maybe run the point. Same with Suggs, but either way. Cavs take, no, Raptors, Raptors take Jalen Green from the G League. Number five, the Orlando Magic take Jonathan Kuminga from overseas. He's a 6'8 power forward. The Magic lacks some size, but she doesn't give him a whole lot of size. But he's a good, he's a good, he's a good prospect. He's a good player. Um... Obviously, the Magic have the uh, the eighth pick in the draft, so that if they want someone else there, they can get someone else there. I think they take a chance on Jonathan Kuminga with the fifth pick. If you have someone else at five, I can maybe understand it, but I just don't see it. Oklahoma City Thunder. This was between Jalen Johnson and Scotty Barnes, but I like Jalen Johnson as a prospect, so I give it to Jalen Johnson. Uh, when I did when I was doing my mod drive simulators this year, it seemed like I always had Jalen Johnson going to the Warriors, but they get him at number six. He's an elite scorer. He was an he was an elite scorer um, at Duke in college. Um, he has size six nine six nine small forward, definitely fit for the NBA. His body type um, complements like a Jason Tatum. Um, potential like ISO, a lot of ISO in the NBA potentially. Number six, the Thunder take Jalen Johnson. With the seventh pick, the Golden State Warriors take Scotty Barnes from Florida State. I don't like him as much as I like Jalen Johnson, but he's not a bad prospect. Um, basically everything about Jalen Johnson. Um, it's the same with Scotty Barnes. It said, I think Jalen Johnson is a better scorer than Scotty Barnes will be in the NBA. I think he's more fit for the NBA. Number eight, the second Magic pick. They, t- they took Jonathan Kaminga because they knew they could get Davion Mitchell at number eight. The best individual defender in the draft just came off of a championship at Baylor. Um, he can shoot the ball and at, at, at a elite level. I'm surprised he's not higher on a lot of people's mock drafts. Um, if I'm a GM, if I'm like the Magic, I'd probably take Mitchell first, potentially. Um, but outside of Cade, Evan Mobley, and both the Jalen's, in my opinion, Davion Mitchell is the fifth best prospect in this class.
Number nine, the Kings. They need some momentum going. They need someone. They need someone to team up with De'Aaron Fox if they don't want him to leave in the future. Keon Johnson from Tennessee, shooting guard, um, can score the ball, can defend. Um, not talked about a whole lot at Tennessee, but um, not a bad NBA prospect. Definitely be a top ten pick this season. Haven't seen a lot of film on him, but I, I like the idea of the Kings taking Keon Johnson. Someone to team up with De'Aaron Fox in the backcourt for the future. Number 10, I used to have the Pelicans taking someone else, which we'll hear about here in a little bit. But, I have the Pelicans taking Moses Moody from Arkansas. An elite scorer in, in college. Just like a lot of these players, but an elite scorer in college. Led Arkansas to the Sweet 16. No? Led Arkansas to the Elite 8. This season, I believe. Um, Arkansas was one of the best teams in the SEC this season. And that would not have been the case without Moses Moody. So, I have the Pelicans taking Moses Moody. Um, they kind of need... Some, the Pelicans also need some uh, some guards, I believe, in my opinion. Eric Bledsoe and Lonzo Ball just aren't that good. So... Moses Moody to the Pelicans. Now, I'm going to go to the Hornets. This is my favorite team. Is this my, is this, do I have the Hornets taking my favorite player that's left? Yes. Corey Kispert, he's the best shooter in this class. The NBA is a shooting, shooters league. Corey Kispert is the most, arguably the most underrated player in this class. Led Gonzaga to the national championship undefeated. They lost to Baylor, but they were undefeated the entire season. Best shooter in the class, has size, can, can, um, can, Create space, spread the floor, um, has ball handles, um, just an all-around amazing player, but his main component is shooting, and that's what the NBA is. Number 12, the Sacramento Kings take Franz Wagner. I'm not a big fan of Franz Wagner. I think he's like Jalen Johnson and Scotty Barnes, but it's not as, just, you know, it's not as talented. Um... However, as of right now, the Spurs still have the DeJounte Murray, DeMar DeRozan. They don't really need anything in the backcourt. Um, a small a small forward wouldn't be a bad option. Small forward, power forward, whatever he may play, wouldn't be a bad option for the Spurs. So they take Franz Wagner from Michigan at number twelve. Number thirteen, I wouldn't I wouldn't put this guy above players such as like a Jared Butler or Io Desunmu or um definitely not like a Moses Moody. Maybe um but I have the Pacers taking James Book Knight at thirteen. Not a whole lot to say about this pick. I I've heard a lot of good things about James Book Knight. And if the Pacers do look to give away players like Brogdon and TJ Warren They'll need something in the uh, backcourt. They still need kind of need a point guard. Malcolm Brogdon is more of a shooting guard, and I think James Book not could be that for the Pacers. At fourteen, I was waiting on it. If you guys watch the draft every year, have you noticed how there's always like a surprise pick in the lottery? Well, this is mine. The Warriors already got Scotty Barnes, small forward. You would think they would take a big man like a Kai Jones or Al. Prince and Goon. 
They don't. They take Chris Duarte with the 14th pick. It's a surprise pick. He's from Oregon, one of the best players in college basketball all season. Without a doubt, um, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the class, just like Corey Kispert. Um, dominated the ball, can shoot the ball, can defend, an all-around player. People have him going just barely in the first round. I have him in the lottery. Thank you for listening to the countdown. I appreciate, appreciate you all listening. I will see you guys tomorrow afternoon. And I love you guys. Let me know what you think about the mod draft and the Ben Simmons trade ideas. Um, and the Pistons potentially giving up their first round pick. And the uh, the conference finals going on right now. But I love you guys and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.